Breathing in diesel exhaust fumes is like walking into a fire without a mask. Over time, those toxins lead to cancer. Protect yourself with MagnaGrip, the easiest, most reliable exhaust removal system that features a true 100% seal to eliminate diesel exhaust fumes. To get free grant assistance, visit MagnaGrip.com and find them at FDIC at booth 2540. This podcast is brought to you by Flex 7 from Tenkata Protective Fabrics. Like a trusted turnout jacket you've had for years, Flex 7 Outer Shell Fabric delivers a perfectly broken-in feel on the very first wear. Flexible, comfortable, and powered with the strength of enforced technology, Flex 7 Outer Shell Fabric is made to move. To learn more, visit tenkatafabrics.com slash Flex 7. Flex 7, powered by Enforced Technology, only from Tenkata Protective Fabrics. Since 1972, Braun Industries has been a custom ambulance manufacturer focused on safety, quality, and innovation. Each Braun module is unique well beyond the chassis it's built on. With six ambulance models, limitless features, and all customizable options, let Braun assist you in designing the perfect custom ambulance to suit your needs. Learn more at www.brawnambulances.com. Well, good afternoon, uh, or good morning, or good evening, depending on where you're listening to this, if you're listening to the recording later on. Uh, my name is Steve Shaw, and I'm an assistant chief of Fort Lauderdale Fire Rescue. Honored to be hosting today's Hump Day Hangout, uh, first Wednesday of the month, uh, part of the ISFSI um, uh, podcast. Uh, we have a great show today. Uh, we got a few things we got to cover this, but before, before we do anything, I want to make sure we uh, give credit to FDIC for giving us this uh, platform, Fire Engineering for giving us this platform to go over things like training topics and uh, everything upcoming for FDIC. Uh, before we get into the content for today, before we get into the things we're going to talk about in terms of the presentations for FDIC and what you can expect, we're just going to do a couple of introductions of people we have on the panel today. So I want to pass it over to Captain Getmeyer. Captain Brian Gattemeyer, Cottleville Fire District, and uh, just outside St. Louis, Missouri. All righty. Chief Heller. Hi, uh, I'm Aaron Heller, retired deputy chief from Hamilton, New Jersey. All right. And Damon Simmons. Good morning, good afternoon, folks. Damon Simmons, Oakland Fire Department. All righty. Well, we got a great panel today, a great group of ISFSI instructors and uh, members. Um, and you know what? We're going to get right into it today. Just just to kind of before we get started here, uh, as we approach FDIC uh, 2023 uh, and very shortly uh, in, in a few weeks, uh, we want to just uh, kind of give credit once again to Chief Holton. Uh, as we go into this, I think most of us that are preparing for our presentations and our lectures, we go in there not only preparing for uh, the immense weight that sits on our shoulders to present at FDIC and the honor that comes with that, but also a reflection of how he always used to say that FDIC is a tactics-driven conference. And as we prepare 
for that conference and prepare for our lectures and prepare for the content we'll be sharing and and, and moderating and then and, and interacting with all the people that come to FDIC. We keep that in our focus. Um, basically today, oh, and, and just some housekeeping things. Uh, today, as you're watching this live, you can tune in with FE Talk, hashtag FE Talk. Uh, through Twitter or through the social media handles. Um, so basically for today, we're going to get right into it in terms of what to prepare for at FDIC. And initially, uh, Chief Zeitz was going to be on, but he had to step out. So basically what we're going to do is kind of talk about what our presentations are going to be about, but also just the experience at FDIC and what people can expect. In in preparation for this, right before we got on board, we were talking to uh, Chief Rhodes, and he mentioned that Already, the numbers are really, really starting to ramp up for FDIC, uh, FDIC 2023 this year. I mean, like significantly. And I know that maybe when you've gone to conferences in the past, that's kind of always something that's been said like, oh, this is record numbers. This is record numbers. No, this is serious. There's a lot of uh, record numbers happening right now between the hotel rooms, between the hot classes filling up. Um, I think the, the vast majority of them are 99% capacity right now. So if you haven't got in, do your best to get in because they're about to be zipped up. Um, so that being said, it's an exciting time. So in that being said, I know Chief Heller has to jump off pretty soon. So in the theme of um, uh, diving into FDIC and our, our presentations coming up, I'm going to go through it to you, sir. So let's go with, um, you know, what we can expect at FDIC, what you'll be covering and, um, you know, uh, whatever your thoughts are on your mind. Wow. Well, it, it's, uh, it, you know, as we get close to that time of the year, everybody starts getting more excited and, and for multiple reasons. It's it's by far uh, the biggest and, and in reality, the best educational opportunity in the fire service. I love small conferences. We go to small conferences all over the country and they're very, very good ones. However, there's nowhere else in the country, really in the world, that you can go to one spot for a week and meet people from all walks of life, all walks of the fire service, and really put it all together. And, and I think that's what one of the things that FDIC brings that nothing else does, whether you, whether you want workshops or you want things on leadership or you want things on tactics or you want hands-on training. In, in, you know, there's over 20 hands-on training programs, I believe, this year that, that vary so much. And uh, it's just what it is. It's, it's um, for me, I've met some of my best friends in my life at FDIC, lifelong friends now. Uh, I've met some of the finest firemen and, and role models and people who've become mentors to me. And um, there's just nothing like it. And, you know, we, we always said it's the greatest show on earth when it comes to firefighting. And that's only getting stronger, it appears, with these numbers. And uh, looking at some of the classes that are being offered, what a variety. You know, and, and it doesn't matter if you're from a big city or, or a little country town. There are offerings that you can immediately take that class, go home and make an impact on your fire department. And that is just the coolest thing. And uh, and then then we talk about all the other, you know, all the networking and, and you know, all the other events that are offered, whether it's the 5K or or it's, uh, you know, the fool's party and, and things like that. There's nowhere else you're going to get all this in, in one week. And uh, we're blessed. We're very, very blessed that we get to do this. And uh, I'm thrilled to be a part of it. This will be, I think I started attending in 1997, 1998. Uh, it wasn't far from when it had just moved from Cincinnati to Indy. So I know that dates 
dates me, but I started when I was really, really young. Let's, let's we'll go with that. But uh, you know, you never want to miss it because once you've gone, you, you want to be there. So that's that's what I'm looking forward to, Steve. Okay. So what are you going to be covering? What's uh, what are you going to be doing up there? So I'm doing a uh, classroom session on Thursday afternoon, um, and it will be uh, preparing for the commercial fire ground. I've I've really done a lot of stuff with commercial fire ground, uh, done a lot of training in it and, and been to a few fires in them. And, and, uh, I think it brings a lot to the table. I'm noticing other instructors are starting to, to pick up on that topic lately. So obviously it's a necessary topic and, uh, I'm, I'm glad that I get the chance again to, to present it. And, and it's really, my class will be all about preparing people, getting your companies ready, getting them out of the single family dwelling mindset and, uh, and and being being aggressive with this awesome all right then sir all right we'll kick it over to demand demand how's things in uh, oakland hello folks once again um thank you for having me on um things are going great out here we we're, we're weathering the storm both literally and figuratively speaking some budget issues we're dealing with but we'll get through it and we had some much needed rain over the past few weeks uh, a little bit too much rain but nevertheless we had some rain I was having a discussion yesterday with some individuals that were trying to sell us sell us their product, and I was talking to them about FDIC. So I'm going to use two football analogies. Um, those of you from the Midwest, in particular Michigan and Ohio, you are very familiar with the Rose Bowl. And we all know that when we refer to bowl games, the Rose Bowl is the granddaddy of them all. So I was explaining this to these individuals in the context of FDIC. As Aaron mentioned, there are a number especially when, when once COVID hit, there were a number of small conferences and symposiums that were popping up all across the United States. That's great, and it works well for those individuals, whether it's financial reasons or they can't commit to be away from, from their home state for four or five days to attend those conferences. But FDIC, I'm sure we all can agree to this, is truly a battery recharger it's also an opportunity to learn and network, as, as Aaron mentioned, from firefighters from all across the world. And that's why I enjoy attending FDIC. So for those of us, especially those younger individuals that are listening or will be listening to this, to this podcast at a later date, um, if you can make it out, it's a wonderful opportunity for those of us who come from small organizations, volunteer organizations, do do not be intimidated by the fact that you're going to be coming in contact with individuals from all types of organizations. This is an opportunity to learn and network and share with men and women from across the fire service world. My second football analogy, while I work for the Oakland Fire Department, I am not an Oakland Raiders fan. I'm a San Francisco 49ers fan. But part of my title and my presentation is titled In Pursuit of Excellence. And Al Davis and, 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 and the Raiders, that was part of their, their theme was commitment to excellence. So I played with that a little bit. But my presentation, I'm going to talk about how you can transform your organization through developing a comprehensive professional development plan. Chief Shaw and I, we discussed this a few weeks ago on on another podcast, we were talking about professional development, both from an individual level, as well as from an organizational level. So I'll we'll talk to you about some, some, some avenues, some strategies that you can implement in your organization, whether you have a small budget 
or you have a large budget. But as we all know, training and education is essential to fire ground, or I should say hazard zone success. And if I could take a few seconds, city of Chicago, and my condolences to the men and women of Chicago Fire Department. Two days ago, a, firefighter, a 49-year-old firefighter perished while fighting a fire at a single-family dwelling. And then I turned on the TV this morning to hear that a firefighter who's in critical condition as a result of fighting a fire at a high-rise structure. And the thing I was telling with individuals who I work with today during our operations call is that we have to continue with a rigorous and purposeful effort as it relates to all things training and education because that is, will allow us to safely and efficiently and effectively handle all the incidents that we go on, whether they're EMS, hazmat, structure firefighting, or wildland firefighting. So I'm looking forward to networking and seeing committed fires, committed firefighters from all across the world at FDIC in a few weeks. All right, sir. Much said, and and appreciate those uh, those condolences and those, that recognition. Uh, much appreciated. Uh, so, Captain Getmeyer, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. How's yourself? Every day, so, <laughs> yeah. Nineteen days away, I believe, is what the countdown clock said uh, to FDIC. So, uh, um, I'm I'm going to spring uh, board off the of Chief Heller's uh, a little bit of his comments. Is uh, uh, you know, there's an, the fire service, we do a lot of really great conferences and, and you meet a lot of great people. Um, and, and there, but there's an energy in Indianapolis that, that is unmatched. Um, so I, I do encourage anybody, a uh, small department, large department to go out and you have to experience, um, experience it at least once. And there's, there's a lot of gatherings that happen outside of the conference. Um, so a lot of good learning inside the conference and at the show, but there's a, a lot of good uh, gatherings and, and learning outside the conference at some of the social events and some of the people you can meet and, and on, a, on a smaller scale off to the side, kind of talk about, hey, this is what my department's facing or this is what we're looking for in equipment. And there's a lot of great, uh, a lot of great information you can pick up for, for organizations outside yours that might have similar problems um, and, and can give you some really, uh, some good, um, you know, opportunities and some takeaways even outside the outside the great classes that are offered. And uh, while I got you in the horn, what's what's your gonna what's your class gonna be? And uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? So my uh, my class is a municipal uh, firefighter's guide to industrial incidents, and it's kind of along what uh, what Aaron had said is it get us out of that residential mindset. Um, if we think about it, most of our organizations have some sort of industry in it, and uh, might be a small one, might be a big one. Um, and, and for some of us, it's the, it's the key to our community. It's what makes our community. It's the jobs, it's the tax base. Um, and if we were to lose that, it, it would really impact our community quite a bit. So it's about getting in and learning about those uh, facilities um, and establishing that relationship ahead of time because in the event of a big incident, that relationship you have with that company is gonna be tremendous uh, towards a successful uh, outcome with that. Um, and I think that a lot of times industry uh, assumes when we go to the, the fire academy, we're taught a lot about industry, when in reality, uh, most of our learning is about residential structures. So um, we we don't really even know what we don't know about those in, uh, companies. So we'll kind of address some of that in my class uh, Thursday, Thursday morning at 1030. So uh, is uh, is when you can join my class. 
All righty. So as we're to continue on with this concept, and I'll give a little snapshot of mine as well, but um, I'm glad that we're already seeing some diverse classes about uh, some topics here. And this is just a literal snapshot of just the wide variety of classes that are available at this conference the entire week. Um, for myself, I'll be teaching on Wednesday afternoon at 3.30. Um, I'm doing leadership through training uh, and the crucial role of the fire service instructor. I, I'm really, obviously, from my background is, is in training, and this is my passion project. And what I'd like to do is go through a, a dialogue with the with the attendees, having an interactive discussion, using a variety of polling tools and kind of getting their feel and their ideas of things up on the board, uh, dive into traits of leadership, and more specifically, talk about how we can lead through training how that the same leadership things we talk about in terms of traits and, and leadership uh, uh, tactics and, and, and whatnot are things we do through training with before, during, and after, and really dive into that. And also for me, I've done a little bit of research, of extra research from just in the last few months alone, I pulled a bunch of extra people and got a bunch of um, additional content. And it's just, it reinforces the need to kind of go over some of the things that even though we know as instructors not to do. If I keep hearing the same thing over and over again, we have to discuss it. Things like always giving credit to the people that are, are you know, giving credit to people that when it's due, um, everything is, and, and even going as far as granular is how to maybe just a couple nuggets on how to use a PowerPoint. We, we still see people reading from PowerPoints and doing some goofy uh, basic level mistakes, but um, I, I want to get into the transcendence of how we can lead through training that's what my presentation is going to be on it's going to be it's going to be interactive it's going to be fun it's going to be Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon at 3 30 and I'm excited about prepping for that too um but going into uh, just FDIC in general and I just want to reinforce some of the things you guys have just said one there's something for everybody there's absolutely something from everybody whether you're from a single station volunteer department or a metro size massive county organization and just by looking at the website and looking at the wide diversity of classes it's, it's obvious when you scope through there. In fact, we all know the challenge is when you get there, you want to attend so many classes in, in a single time frame, you just can't fit it in. So you have to be very judicious about where you're going to spend your time. And if you're going with a group, maybe dividing and conquering to bring that information back to your, to your agency. Um, I do want to say something, and Brian, you kind of just alluded to this. Um, and this is what I want the next talking subject to be about is how to maximize your time while at FDIC. And what I mean by that is this, my mind goes to the first time I attended FDIC and I, I didn't get it. I went to the classes, took some notes and that was pretty much it. But having left that first time at FDIC going the next time, I realized there's so much more. There's absolutely so much more. And Brian, you alluded to that between the after hours events, between the 5K, between the networking and the, the chance to meet the people who've written books and all kinds of uh, that, that, that opportunity. So for, for me, for example, I know that now going back, and, and even besides being an instructor, taking advantage of every moment of the conference, not just the classes, not just people speaking, but every other ounce of that between talking to the vendors and going out at night and having a beer with some of the, the person you just saw teach a class. So as we think about that in our minds, Chief Heller, what are your thoughts about the ways to maximize your time while at FDSE? Yeah, it's, it's great points, man. A um, couple things. Plan it out. Uh, be flexible, but I would plan it out. I would look at the at, at what classes are being offered. Um, plan out what stuff you really are interested in versus what is your secondary choices, so to speak. Um, and, and really figure out your schedule because it's a big place and there's so many things that you can get overwhelmed. Um, 
circle, you know, circle who you want to hear talk, what topics you want to hear and uh, look at their bios too, because uh, you know, not every class is going to be as good as the others. They're all, they're all there for a reason, but you got to pick what's going to be best for you. What, what is the most relatable, I think for your fire department, what, what are you going to bring back to them? Uh, so I think that planning it out is a big deal. The other thing is the social aspect of this is very important. And I know the fire department will tell you they're paying for you to go to classes and they're not paying for a social aspect. So don't brag about it when you get back. However, uh, you, you need to go to the bar. You need to go to the restaurants and see these guys. And you need to talk to people because you're going to make friends. You'll be in classes and you will make friends with guys that eventually – will be lifelong friends. And, and I say that from, from complete experience. Uh, I'm, I'm friends with guys I met the first year I attended FDIC. We still talk on a daily basis for the most part, or at least in groups. Um, so that's really important. And, and the other thing is uh, take good notes and just soak it up. These instructors, um, um, you know, maybe some guy isn't, but for the most part, these instructors are so wide open and want to share. That's why we instruct. We don't instruct for us. We instruct because we want to share it. So ask the questions, right? And every instructor should be very approachable. Nobody should big league in and say, well, I'm an FDIC instructor. You know, that's all BS. They want to share it. They want to interact with you. I, I know I, that's that's been a huge thing of mine. And I learned that from tremendous instructors whose classes I sat through over the years. So, you know, you want to interact as much as you can. Um, I, I would say this, and, uh, and I'm going to give you this precursor. We've had this conversation many times here on, on Hump Day Hangout and other places. If you're looking to teach your own class, watch how these guys carry themselves. That's usually how you want to carry yourself. However, you need uniqueness. You don't want to take a picture of every slide that's up there. And next thing you know, you're offering this class somewhere because that's a good way to not do well in the fire service. And I've had it happen to me at FDIC, and I know of a lot of instructors who've, who've complained of that. So listen, be a student of the game. Bring this back. You know, Learn from these instructors. They're the most knowledgeable instructors in the world. They literally are the best. And uh, there's some tremendous people. So get out there and just enjoy it and, and soak it all in. Be that sponge and interact interact even if you're if you're not that person normally say hi to people it, it just starts that conversation and the next thing you know you made a lifelong friend or you might have learned a whole lot from somebody who had stuff to share and they were looking for somebody to share it with and that that is the beauty of fdic and, and it doesn't matter if it was bobby halton saw you in a hallway i guarantee you chief Rhodes is going to be the same when it comes to shaking your hand and wanting your input because these are tremendous leaders. That's that's who they are. And that is that is the majority of the instructors at, at FDIC. And Indy's a fun town. Lots of great restaurants, lots of great, great pubs. You know, just enjoy. Enjoy it all. Life is meant to be lived, my friends. So uh, that's what I got for you. Steve, unfortunately, I got to jump because I got to get into the next meeting. Okay. And, and that's the life of a retired fire chief, apparently. So, yes, I, I understand. Man, if I knew retire, I, I apparently I have completely screwed up retirement. I'm told, because you're supposed to slow down and do less. And I retired December first, and I think I've been home only one time more than a week in a row since then. So, but uh, uh, it's it's fun. It's fun. So, 
again, sorry awesome. I got to jump, guys, but uh, I really appreciate it. And I'm really stoked to see you all in, in really three weeks. So it's going to be awesome. All right, sir. We'll see you soon. All right, guys. Take care. So you know, Chief Heller mentioned a couple things, and he's right. Uh, you have to have a plan when you go to something ex- as expansive as FDIC. And I'm glad he brought that up. Uh, and he also kind of reinforced the, the need to interact with the instructors uh, that are out there. You know, uh, some of them being on the, the podcast today, uh, we want to hear from the people that are in the, the our classes. We want to hear the people from the conference. In fact, I, quite frankly, if people get up from our class and just walk out, well, what have we done wrong not to engage, not to interact, not to have that people, to people come up afterwards and want more information or want to seek out additional knowledge on the topic we were talking about. So we, please, we, we encourage that, we want that. They're not, as, as Chief Heller said, we're not, we're not supermen, we're not gurus, we're not you know, Gandalfs, we're people that are human beings and we wanna interact, we just love what we do, we have this wonderful platform and we want to interact with the people that are choosing to be better students of the fire service. So, uh, Brian, going further with that, what are your suggestions? If you're going to a conference like FDIC, what's the best way to maximize your time while you're there? Well, I, I was definitely gonna springboard off the plan. So for me, um, I have three classes every session that I, I narrow it down to. Um, and some of it is looking at the topic, like what what do I as an engine company captain want to learn about? So I might narrow my focus down that way or, or a new new topic. Or if you're looking to promote or, or go on that line to, to seek something out that way. Um, or else you can look at instructor bios too. Um, if you go to the, the website, you can find my bio. So if, maybe if you read something that Steve Shaw wrote in the magazine, you're like, Hey, I, I really like what he writes. I want to, I want to see him. You can click on his bio and it'll tell you what time he's teaching. So, uh, um, you know, some of it might be finding people just based on what I've read in the article, in the articles in the magazine. And, and I like how they write. So I want to see how they are in person. So kind of narrow it down to at least my big three and then that morning I might debate at length uh, over a cup of coffee with myself and, and figure out where I'm going to go so that's one um, if you're a first time person try to find somebody that's been there before and may maybe know their way around the block a couple times um, there are there are tremendous things that happen outside um, the classroom setting um, whether it be meeting with vendors or going to the keynotes, I highly suggest you go to the keynotes and, and the opening ceremony. Um, it, it is it is truly a, an awe-inspiring event. Um, but get out there and see the, even if you don't participate in the stair climb or the run or, or any of that, go out and see that stuff. Um, and, and just get, do things outside the class. Because you might stumble across somebody like Aaron said, I, I have lifelong friends from FDIC. Well, I, you might meet that standing, watching the people doing the run and talk, uh, striking up a conversation with a firefighter. Um, and then f- you look at look at the event schedule. It, it has one of the fool's bashes and all that. And um, if you want to hang out in an evening and, and with some like-minded firefighters that like to train and, and love the fire service, do one of those social events. And, and uh, um, as, as, the, as the Muddy River Fool's... Uh, president will tell me is get outside your comfort zone and talk to talk to firefighters outside your area um and and meet new friends don't hang out with your current friends go meet new friends in the fire service um and those new friends are people you can call when when i'm struggling again with uh i i want to talk about hose loads well get outside my my metro st louis area and call steve shaw and say hey 
what are you guys doing down in your area for hose loads and, and how does that work for you? Um, and it might be something that's outside my own little area. So um, I'm not a social guy and I'm, and, I, and I'm definitely a comfort zone guy, um, but I found pushing those limits in Indy has uh, opened up some opportunities for me. Now, you had a lot of good uh, tactical advice there, and, and that's kind of where I want to keep focusing on is, is, is some of that right there. Um, in terms of uh, a couple other things, and Aaron mentioned this before, you know, seeing the way Indianapolis basically just, and I don't want to use bends over backwards, but just totally, totally wraps its arms around the fire service during that week is just nothing short of amazing between all the restaurants and bars having some sort of special or the, the, the advertising out there. Uh, just it, it's amazing just to see how much they not only respect us, but just invite us into their, their, their community over there. And it's, it's really impressive to see that. Um, I do want to talk a little bit more about the tactics and, and, and as we're talking about the tactical ways and how to best navigate through FDIC, just some, some, again, going back to with chief Holton in my head, the, the tactical walkaways from, from going to FDIC. I can tell you right now that a lot of stuff I do today as a trainer, as an admin chief over training, I was able to grasp from going to FDIC and through the variety of courses that uh, I, I've been through there. Just these great nuggets that I walked away and was able to immediately deploy in my respective agency the next week. Just a couple of things. For example, the use of a QR code and how to incorporate that in training and polling tools and whatnot. And how to incorporate that as part of a training program. Um, everything from how to present, watching some of these instructors and the way they were able to wrap their arms around the classroom and get them engaged and make you want to stay there the entire time and not fall asleep and just be engaged the entire time, whether it's a two-hour lecture or a four-hour lecture. Um, I, I will say, just to follow up on something we were talking about in terms of the, the instructors and the content, uh, in terms of interactions, we do want the interaction. These The people like us that are teaching or writing articles, we want feedback. When you talk about basic communication and interactiveness and completing that uh, communication cycle, you know, you have the sender, the message, the receiver, but then that feedback, that follow-up, that loop, that feedback is so crucial for us as instructors. We want to connect. We want to have the feedback. We want to connect and then close that loop to make sure that what we're passing on has value. And that's so important for us. So if you're out there taking classes, if you're out there listening to this this podcast, and you're taking whether it's at FDSC or wherever, we we want the feedback. Please don't please don't think that we just want to walk away and go back to sleep or go back to our job. We want the feedback. We want to know that what we're doing matters. Um, so I guess that's another question I got for you, Brian. And I'm waiting until Demond gets back on because I know he yeah. has to step up as well. But right. Going back a few years, let's let's pretend. Pick a class that you you attended during FDIC that spoke to you and something you were able to tangibly deploy when you got back. If, if, if something comes to mind, yeah. And I'm trying to think of a specific example because there's been so many just good ones where where you've you've taken away something from a class. And as an instructor, you might just take away how a how something is presented or how a PowerPoint slide is Absolutely. is uh, um is laid out, but uh, um. Yeah, there's there's so many. I have notebooks full of stuff that I, I, if I can leave the class with one or two key items, I, I'm I'm way ahead. And I've taken so many great classes there um, that that there's been more than one or two solid nuggets when I when I've come back to uh, to give the crew or give the department or, or our region um, to those classes. So fortunately, something's not just jumping out at me, but but trust me, they're there. Um, 
you know, and, and I, I'm going to spring back board back off of what you were saying about the, the feedback. I absolutely want the feedback. Uh, um, last year was my first year presenting this class at FDIC. Um, I had some industrial firefighters actually stick around afterwards. So they're, they're more of a subject matter experts than I am. And, and we just sat down and talked um, and, and they gave me some new perspectives on some things. And, and, and I greatly appreciated that time. Um, as I, I tell our guys uh, when they do go, is, is those instructors put on their bunker pants one boot at a time, uh, just like you and I do. So, so I've always found instructors to be completely approachable, whether it's after class, before class, in the hallway, um, you know, out socially to, to just stop and say, hey, uh, can I talk to you for a minute? So, so I definitely would encourage the, the approaching the instructors and, and seeking feedback or, or inquiring more um, you know, my, my whole lesson plan is basically available as my handout. So there's no secrets there. Um, it's interesting. I'm actually going through my phone and again, going back to nuggets, talk about tactical takeaways and deployable things that we need to do as, as students of the fire service. I always encourage people in some way, shape or form to be taking notes, always have the ability to take notes in the class, whether you're physically like I'm doing right now, writing things down on a pad of paper. That's me. That's the way I do it. And thanks to Nick Papa, if he's going to listen to this, I write in cursive now because of that that guy who I saw him writing in cursive one day. He just wrote a book called um, uh, Coordinating Ventilation. And I saw him taking notes at a class one day. He's taking it in cursive. I'm like, what are you doing? And he was explaining that, you know, by taking it in cursive, I guess you in some way absorb the knowledge a little bit more. And for whatever reason, I started doing the same thing. So thanks, Nick, if you're listening, because I'm still doing it. But I, I'm looking at my phone, and what I do with my notes is I take a picture of all the notes that I do, and I scan them into my phone. So right now, for example, I'm scanning through my phone looking at FDIC 2015 and all the notes I took. And I got notes from Frank Viscuso. I got notes from James Crawford. I'm managing the Mayday. I got Frank Lipsky for flipped fire training. I, the things I learned in flipped fire training – were able, maybe a lot more efficient in what I do in terms of like like, like the QR codes I talked about. Um, I'm looking at all these people I got information from, Billy Goldfeder, uh, what else, Dan Madrigowski for a flow pass and whatnot when it was starting to be a big deal. Um, so I, I still maintain all of this. I, I learned so much and it just reminds me of, of, of how much content is out there and trying to capture it all. And not only capturing it, but what to do with it afterwards. So going back to what we were just talking about, when you do take those notes, when you do get that information, following up with the instructor, following up with that, that presenter, and just asking them a question about it. Hey, flesh this out a little bit for me. Where did you get this information? We like that. It helps us. It helps the person asking the question. It's huge. But then the trick is trying to find a way to utilize this information. How do you deploy it back at home? And there's a variety of different ways to do that. I know um, it, 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 and you don't want to be the... the well, honestly, you don't want to be that guy, but we know we have those guys that go to conference and they come back on fire. They want to change the world. And sometimes those can be a little off-putting and sometimes they come at the right time. So it depends what the topic is and, and their enthusiasm or lack thereof coming back. Um, I, I do tell you that uh, I think about conferences like this and with my new fire chief, Chief Golan, he's very specific. He's, he's very demanding of the ROI. If we're going to send you to a conference, what's the return on investment? What are you bringing back to your organization? If you just if you're going to a conference and it's just about you and you keep it internal, well, what's what's the good? If you're not sharing something, if you're not and I hate to quote Chief uh, uh, Goldfeder's uh, book, but I'll do it. If you're not passing it on, well, what are you doing? What's the value for everybody else if you're not passing it on? So the the, the ways to pass that information on becomes 
the return on investment. And that's the, the what's going to keep you wanting to go back. It's going to want to keep your bosses sending you to conference like this, especially the ones like like FDIC and the larger ones. Um, so, Brian, as we're keeping this conversation going, uh, what have you found to be ways that we can uh, appropriately pass that information on? Like what's worked for you in the past? Have you found something that was a really tangible nugget or something that was just something you knew needed to be transferred back to your organization? Um, does anything uh, bring back a memory of how you've done that or something that was transferable like that? I think we need to focus on the nuggets. So, and not do the whole class, you know, there should be no expectation. Like Aaron had talked about, don't, don't take my whole class and then go out and, and present it as your own, but take nuggets away from my class and absolutely share them. So I have the advantage. I'm an engine company captain. So um, we spend a lot of time at the kitchen table talking about stuff. And a lot of times when guys come back from class, it's, Hey, what do you learn? And it's just, I'm just looking for that one nugget. Just tell me something. Let's just start a conversation. It seems to snowball from there. And, and we'll talk about what, what they learned, why that department did it that way. How does that look in our organization? Uh, it might mean, hey, let's take our walk out to the apparatus bay and look how that that's set up on our truck. Or if we had that incident, how we, we deploy those resources. Um, so, so to me, it's just the... I, I like that I'm short attention span guy. So I like those little, little bitty nuggets. And that's what I'd rather just jot down some notes and, and just hash it out among us as the engine company and say, Hey, what did we learn at this conference and, and how does it apply here? And can we just fine tune it? And if we can fine tune it on our engine company, I, I'm a, I'm a four engine house, uh, um, you know, department. So it's easy for me to say, Oh, Hey, we did it this way. We can present it to the ship. Well, if we present it to the ship, then it works out well. Well, then it's easy enough to implement in the organization. So, um, no, I, I definitely uh, I, I am akin to that that mindset as well. You know, it's that whole adage of you know how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? If absolutely. You come back this, yeah, if you come back with this massive list of things and massive ideas to change the world, that could be overwhelming in some cases. So, if you bring them back in navigable, manageable chunks, little nuggets, like you said, that can be easily deployed into your truck, your engine, your rescue truck, whatever it is, that's a great start. And it can set the precedence of little things going forward. So I definitely appreciate that. Um, I mean, as firefighters, as firefighters, we don't like change and we don't like the way things are, is often said that way. So so if I can subtly change it, I, you know, I'm the, you know, the, the frog in the boiling water, right? As I slowly heat it up. And if I don't notice the change happening through this little nugget, sometimes it's easier to implement your, your end strategy one little bite at a time. So, yeah. I also wanted to make sure that I mentioned, I was talking to Chief Rhodes about this, about the fact that how FDIC is now uh, combined with GEMS, uh, the medical side of things. And I know that um, what he and I have been talking about over the last month is the idea of how to enhance fire-based EMS and the culture that comes with that. And what I'm doing here in Fort Lauderdale is very similar to what Chief Rhodes and the entire staff is trying to do with GEMS and bringing up everything from the content to the articles that go into GEMS to the GEMS games. And I know that that he put out, as well as a lot of us put out, um, some recent uh, reminders that the GEMS games are happening. And uh, if they haven't registered, there might be some time in that. But these, you know, the fact that, you know, fire-based EMS is what we do. And a lot of times, you know, EMS, it, it gets uh, a bad rap or, or can be looked at as a redheaded stepchild. Or if you work for a business organization like mine, it's hard sometimes to keep the, the, the proper mindset. Because of all the, but at the end of the day, there's a lot of rewards come from the EMS. 
I guess where I was going with this is, you know, it's a, it's a mainstay of what we do. And whether you're an EMT doing some BLS skills or if you're an advanced practice paramedic on a, a, on a department that does more advanced skills than a traditional paramedic, you know, it's, it's part of what we do. So I, I, I'm glad that Chief Rhodes is, is, is doing his, his part and the whole team is doing their part to enhance that culture of fire-based EMS because there is a lot of joy and, um, and, and just uh, positive value that comes from that. So um, in terms of that, I know that um, there's going to be a big push and making sure people are aware of what's being offered on that side and the opportunities that come with that. Um, but it's like anything. If you're going to do something, you know, we, we want to do it well. If we're going to do this job, this profession, every part of it, you know, we want to do it, all of it well. So I'm glad that there's the opportunities there at FDIC and GEMS to do everything. And, and like I mentioned before, there's something for everything there. So not only Firebase, but also on the medical side. And uh, that, that's important. Um, in terms of uh, some of the other uh, events and, and whatnot over there, is there anything else you're planning to do while you're there that uh, that um, is that either what you do normally while you're there or out of the ordinary? What's your plan there? Right. I mean, there there is, of course, you know, we, as the Society of Instructors, you know, we we have our our event on Tuesday night for for that, which is going to be a uh, uh, or Wednesday Tuesday night, which is going to be a great opportunity for us to to see other instructors that are, are members of the of the society. Uh, there's the Fool's Bash, which is, of course, on there. Um, you know, and, and of course, you're going to probably run across a vendor or a sales organization from your area that, that might have a social where you can catch up with people on your, you know, in your organization. But my plan is to take in the classes. Um, if you haven't been to the trade show, you can block out your whole week because uh, it'll take you that long to walk through it. Um, so there's some great opportunities to see new equipment, talk to vendors and stuff like that. Um, there's going to be no shortage of activities for anybody to do. So get up early in the morning walk over to the convention hall and hang out all day to the evening times and go home and get a good night's sleep and start over again in the morning. Um, you know, you were talking about the, the restaurants embracing us and all that. And, um, you know, I, I, you, you will see bagpipes walking through restaurants and, you know, none of us are phased by that. It's an awesome it's an awesome feeling, but it's just like that's just kind of Indianapolis in April, right? Is is that bagpipers walk through restaurants and bars and just like they own the place and they walk out the other side and we're like, okay, back to dinner. Um, uh, the one thing I did want to talk about a little bit because we kind of alluded to a little earlier was was writing articles and uh, um, and uh, uh, teaching classes that typically towards the end of the conference, and I, I, I didn't specifically look for it this time, so I'm hoping I'm not speaking out of turn, but typically fire engineering will open up a class where, where Diane and, and some of that senior staff will talk to you about uh, how, how you go about writing articles, how you go about uh, presenting classes, because they're, they're always looking for new content. Um, so, and, and think, as far as content goes, think beyond uh, what we typically see. Don't, don't, um, you know, there's a lot of great leadership classes out there, but there's a lot of great leadership classes out there. So the, you know, the Brian Gettemeyer niche with talking about industry, there's, there's not a lot of people writing articles on there. So, so there's, that's given me an opportunity to, to share some of my knowledge. So, um, be confident with your knowledge. Uh, I, I would really suggest going to that because I, I did that a few years ago. Um, and, I've written articles and I, I've had an opportunity to speak. So uh, um, I, I got some good little nuggets out of that too to, to help me. So, um, and I, and I think the, I think fire engineering is always looking for uh, new perspectives, new, new, uh, new talent to write and stuff like that. 
No, you hit the nail on the head with uh, with two things you just talked about, and I'll I'll, I'll reinforce what you just said in terms of uh, first of all the ISFSI, um, and you mentioned you know getting involved. I'll be the first one to say it. The reason I even have this opportunity to have this platform and and join you on, on things like this is because of my involvement with the ISFSI, because I was involved because I wrote an article that spurred me to get my first podcast um, uh, and and go over the article, and then I just became a, a regular contributor to this, and it was the entry drug, if you will, to getting involved with uh, with more with FDIC and fire engineering. Um, and you also mentioned the articles. Yes, uh, FDIC, uh, shameless plug, we are always looking for good, solid content. And just because you've never written before, don't feel like you can't write something. You can write something, turn it in, and they will look it over and give you feedback. And if you need to tweak it, great. Sometimes it doesn't need any tweaking. But we are constantly looking for people with content and, and a variety of topics. And you, you mentioned before, whether it's a niche topic or whatever, everybody has something to offer to somebody else. So if you're even thinking about writing something, please do so. And I, I know that um, last time I attended one of those classes years ago, if you especially are able to do it on an incident and it includes some lessons learned, we love that kind of stuff. Yeah. I can, I can, you and I can write articles on leadership all day. Someone turns in something on an, art, an article, on a, a call they just ran, that's going to trump us every time, especially if it comes with good nuggets of lessons learned, both positive and maybe um, opportunities. So, but you're right. Um, so uh, just a, a plug for the ISFSI, look into it. It's a great program, great group of people. It, there is a meetup on Tuesday night. Um, and if you're in the FDIC, if you're at uh, Indianapolis, um, please swing by and say hi. Um, but you also mentioned uh, the articles. Yes, uh, we, we, we need more articles, please. If you're, if you're we're always teaching, te searching for those and the more articles you write, the more uh, ability you have to get a, a better standing chance of, of getting selected to present at FDIC. And please understand, even people that are teaching like you and I, we get rejected as well. We, right. <laughs> first time I put in there, I got rejected both times and I was already doing podcasts. So it is what it is. But that being said, at the end of the week, they, I believe, still do that class where they, they show you how to be an instructor, what you need to do to prepare, go over the articles they're looking for. So they're basically teaching you how to be more involved at this level. So that's definitely something you should consider if you haven't uh, got involved before. So from the tactical side, uh, definitely consider uh, getting involved, if you, especially if you have a niche topic or a, a topic you're passionate about. Um, and that goes from the, the, the GEM side, too. If there's something you're passionate about, EMS and the fire-based EMS, they're looking for the on the same side. Um, so as we're coming close to the top of the hour here, um, you know, I know DeMond had to step away, um, uh, I guess, uh, for what he's doing in Oakland over there. But just um, any final thoughts as we come up to the end of, of FDIC and then uh, and just general thoughts that we talked about, anything to wrap up as we're coming close to the end? Well, I was kind of going to bounce off what you had said a little bit about reject getting a rejection. So I had submitted my class for FDIC and got a thanks, but no thanks. But shortly, I would say a month or two later, Diane had reached out to me and says, hey, can you write us an article on your subject? We, we have a supplement coming up in a couple of months and, and we'd like to know what you did. And I basically wrote my lesson plan, submitted it. And sure enough, the next year when I submitted, I, I based it up. Hey, my class is based off this article. Well, they, they knew what I was talking about. So, so don't get discouraged by uh, a one or two denials. I, I would keep on writing and sending stuff back. Um, no, I'm looking forward to it. I, I have to say, I'm, I'm a little bit like a kid heading into Christmas. I have my, my my catalog open i have my my all my events circle like like gifts that i want and uh, um you know i'm i'm anxiously looking forward to, to heading to indianapolis and and getting to see some some more friends and make new friends and 
just particular, you know, participate in the events. That that's all I can say is participate, participate, participate. Yep, I'm on the same page. You know, when I go there, it's a nice balance because one, you know, we have the honor just to speak at FDIC, and that's a tremendous honor. We're both cognizant of the responsibility that comes with that to really be the top of our game because this is the Fire Department Instructors Conference. And if we're going to be teaching at a, a level at the FDSC, we have to be not only giving good ton- content, but showing people what that looks like, what makes an instructor uh, at the highest level. We, we have to uh, be cognizant of that and, and, and step up our game. It's, never, it's a never-ending process for us. We don't just rest in our laurels, laurels and say, ah, oh, I got this now. No, we're constantly updating our material. We're constantly checking ourselves, reviewing, making sure that we not only deliver the content, but do it in a way where people can are walk away from and be that much better of an instructor. Um, and, and like you, I, I love sitting in the classrooms and, and still being that student. That's, a, that's the balance part of this is, is, is sitting in the classrooms and listening to other instructors, listening to the newer instructors or teaching for the first time and, and learning from them as, as well as the, the, the tenured veteran instructors. There's always something you're picking up. And with that many people teaching at that level, the amount you're, you can walk away with is, is astounding. And, and, and we've talked about that. But again, as we wrap, uh, come close to the end of this, just remembering that across the board uh, there's multiple ways to, to get the most out of fdic between all the way to the the, the hands-on class at the beginning of the week the pre-conference classes the classes going through tuesday wednesday thursday up into friday um and then all the other ancillary things that comes with it there are so many ways to grab so much great information uh and, but you have to remember that's all out there it's not just sitting in a class and taking notes and walking away it's how to share the knowledge how to pass on that knowledge to your, 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 your respective agencies, how to have that network. And I think the word networking was met before. This is the opportunity. This is the opportunity to build that network, to establish connections with people, to just really, really take what you know and just enhance it at an at a exponential level. So, um, but I, yeah, so as we're coming close to the end, and once again, you know, FDIC is coming up. It's a few weeks away. Um, there's a lot going on, and, and I think we covered a couple of things today. And I'll just summarize it. Um, you know, one, uh, it, it, it's a shameless plug for the ISFSI. Um, please check us out on the web, and then and if you're at FDIC, please look it up um, and get some more information about that. It's a good group of, of people. Um, there is something for everybody at FDIC between GEMS and FDIC, the, everything that's there. There's something for everybody. Um, we mentioned the articles, and, and we're serious about that. We, we're always looking for people to write articles, and a lot of them. So if you have a passion, if you have subject matter expertise in something, if you've been on a recent call that we can all learn something from, please put it into pen to paper and turn it in and let's see what we can do with that. We'd love to learn from everybody that's out there, no matter how much time you have on the job. Um, in terms of the meetups, the networking, the after hours events, they're all there's a ton out there. And I think the biggest word on that was properly planning your week. Don't just wing it. Go in there with a, with a plan and make sure you know what's going on, where you're going, because it's easy to get lost. It's a big, the convention center is huge. And even outside the convention center, which street you're going to, to which bar, to which coffee shop, wherever, you got to have a plan. So I'm glad. Be you- flexible, though, because some additional plans might come up and, and take those advantages. If uh, somebody outside your circle invites you to participate in something, I, I, w- I would highly suggest doing it. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And the last few things, you know, with the presenters, with with the people that are presenting and have the honor to present, ask us questions, interact with us, get our contact information. I would be absolutely shocked, and I guarantee this is not going to happen if someone 
didn't call you back or reach back out to you when you wanted more information. That is why we are there. That is the purpose of us being there to pass on the information, to establish those connections and make sure we're getting, making the fire service better in, in this way. Um, take notes, take a lot of notes, whether you do it digitally, whether on paper, and then with those notes, follow up, follow up and, and, and get better at your craft. But Consider what you're learning at FDIC. Consider the opportunity there as the opening of a door. It's the beginning of a relationship. It's the beginning of a connection. And you can only expand from there. There's tons of opportunity there. Indianapolis is an amazing city. The people that go there are all there for the same reason, to be better at the fire service, to be better fire service instructors, to make just to do better at what we do. So um, that'll be said. Any final word, Brian? Uh, the, the only the, the last thing is, is, you know, we have the, the chief Halton, uh, remembrance uh, service, um, you know, and I, and I think that, uh, you know, FDIC and fire engineering wouldn't be uh, where it was with, without his leadership and the team that he put together. And, you know, I know he has tremendous support uh, behind the scenes and he was the face, but he's the face that that all of us witnessed at the keynote start at like a tropical depression and end up being a category five hurricane by the time he was done talking. Um, but, uh, I came from a Midwest guy to you, Florida guys, but, uh, um, but, uh, uh, you know, it, it was something and it'll, it'll definitely be a different experience without him. Um, but I think, uh, we as a fire service need to, to, to take a little time out of our, our busy social schedule in Indy, um, to, to pay our respects for, for what he contributed to, uh, to this organization and the, and the conference and the magazine and, and, and the fire service in general. So. Uh, well said. And I think that that's what um, a large theme uh, of this conference will be is, is a remembrance of him and an appreciation for all that he's done and all the, the relationships he's helped build and, and enhance over the years. And I think each of us, each of us could go on for a long time individually about what those individual experiences were. I'm sure that we're going to get a lot of that uh, at this year, at this month. So, uh, all right, well, I know that DeMond couldn't get back on, but that's okay. That's a life of a chief officer. We're well aware. Um, <laughs> but all that being said, uh, it, just as a reminder, you know, we're, we're first Wednesday of every month, the ISFSI gets together on this hump day hangout to talk training. Um, as we come into the next one in May, uh, we'll be recapping kind of how FDIC was and, and, and choosing the next topic. And uh, as we always do, we're going to try to focus on, on the tactics, the deployable takeaways, not only the content of what we're talking about, but what we can do with it, how we can take what we're talking about and deploy it, to use it, to utilize it, to become better fire service instructors, better fire service members members and make our beloved fire service that much more better. So um, that all being said, uh, we hope to see you in Indianapolis. We hope you see at FDIC. If you have any questions for us, you can always reach out to us. So we have uh, our, our lines are open and emails are out there. Um, all that being said, everybody have a wonderful week and we'll hope to see you soon.